Welcome back to Lawler Rink here at Merrimack. The score at the end of one. Boston University leads Merrimack 3-1. I'm Mike Macknick with John Leahy. This first intermission is brought to you by Fuddruckers, an official partner of Merrimack Athletics. Make sure to stop into Fuddruckers for a burger or delicious salad before or after the next Warrior game located just down the street from Merrimack at 550 Turnpike Street. They also have locations in Reading and Salem, New Hampshire. Well, joined by Jock O'Connelly, uh, O'Connelly from the uh, Boston Herald as we're watching some of the highlights here in the video broadcast, uh, Jocko, and uh, I guess if you, you know you stopped the, the game at maybe the first 16 or 17 minutes or so, you would have said Merrimack did a lot of the things they wanted to do, but sure enough, be with, with a power play, and that springboard springboards them, uh, some opportunities off turnovers in the last uh, couple minutes of the period, three goals in 70 seconds, two of them from defenseman Dante Favreau, and just like that, BU's got a two-goal uh, two lead, three to one. Yeah, and I thought the game uh, really changed when uh, uh, Alfred Larson caught, got the penalty, and I, 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 to be honest with you, I thought it was a little questionable on the call because I thought uh, uh, the BU, uh, you know, Ottinger was was knocked over, but I think it, you know uh, Alfred got a little assist from one of the BU defensemen pushing him in into him. Uh, but the game really changed. I mean, Saint, uh, Merrimack come out fast, and Saney scores on the short, you know, short side shot, um, and then uh, Ludwig lost and had a great bid on a redirection and then we had the wraparound by uh, Sammy Tavernia and uh, Merrimack seemed to be uh, you know controlling the pace and then uh, all of a sudden uh, with that penalty you know BU gets the power play goal and then for some reason I think Merrimack decided to just fell into a out of sync they just you know got back in their heels and just you know they didn't so much lose their composure but they they started to stand around and I think watch people a little bit, and I think on, on one of the goals, uh, um, you know, the goalie, Merrimack goalie, I think was a little bit too deep in his, in his night. He's got to move out and play a, a little further out and cut down the angle better, but, uh, you know, Merrimack did a lot of good things in that period. As you say, you know, they, they were in good shape for 15, 16 minutes, and then kind of the roof fell in a little bit, so if they can just regroup and, and get back to basics and the way they started off, uh, you know, they can get back into this. Yeah, I mean, it looked to me both teams uh, a little slow a few times from pucking their own end. BU turned it over a few times there. Defense uh, under pressure from the Merrimack. Forecheck turned it over and led to those chances like the Tavernier one you mentioned. Uh, Sending Cini had another one trying to wrap around. And Petty as well. Uh, you know, so you, you can't allow those guys to beat you to pucks like that. But on the flip side of things, Merrimack got away in, in the first part of the period with some turnovers as well. And Catano had a rob. I think it was Kachuk on one play there after a bad turnover. And, uh, so they were kind of playing with fire too. Yeah, and I, you know, you can't give this BU team, you know, even a, open the door uh, even a crack because they're so talented I mean you know Fabro wins a goal with the you know the Canadian junior team and uh, a player that I really like a lot is uh, the captain Brandon Hickey uh, who, who won a gold medal for Canada on, in the Spangler Cup over in Switzerland and uh, I just think he, he's really a good quarterback back there and controls uh, a lot of things for them and uh, so uh, you know again I think Merrimack just has to tighten up and, and, and you know work on the little things and, and as they say the goal He's got to play a little bit further out, and, the, and they can't just have that that one or two minute lapse against this club. What's your overall assessment of uh, the year in Hockey East? It's, I think it's been a pretty interesting year. You know, talking with David Quinn before the game, the BU head coach. Uh, there's no one great team or two great teams in the league, but there's an awful lot of very good teams. Yeah, but I think there's two teams that are in 
position that could separate themselves if the, if the rest of the league isn't careful. I think Northeastern has an awful lot of firepower, and I think they're, they're starting to get a little boost from the, uh, the goaltending play of Caden Primo. Uh, you know, with each game, he's getting more experience, and that's kind of solidifying, uh, you know, what, what was perceived as maybe their, their one drawback. But with their firepower, I mean, Adam Gadet and Dylan Spurl, one two in the country right now in scoring, and they have a pretty good left wing in uh, Nolan Stevens. Uh, so uh, you know, they've got some firepower. Uh, I think Providence, uh, Nate Lehman does a great job down there with his club, and, and uh, you know, so yeah, I think uh, you know the, the rest of hockey just can't let those clubs you know get away. And, and you know, these series on the weekend, you, you, you really a split is a must, and you, and you have you have to start getting sweeps now. I mean, you know, another couple of weeks will be into February, and you know, you're down into the last 10 or 11 games of the season, so uh, you, you can't let points slip away. One of the things we wanted to talk about was the Beanpot coming up. So we just talked about little about Northeastern and about BU, of course, Harvard and Boston College as well. It seems like a, a pretty evenly matched tournament, although uh, i got to figure Northeastern's the favorite. When was the last time they were the favorite? Well, the last time they won is 88, so that's probably the last time they were the favorite. But, uh, yeah, I think, uh, uh, you know, the, the odds are that, you know, on paper at least, you know, they are the, the you know, prohibitive favorite. Uh, now, again, anything can happen. I mean, it's been BU's tournament, uh, I think out of the what is it, 65 years that they've had the tournament, BU's have been in the, the final like something like 55 times so you can never count them out uh, I think Harvard has a big game performer in Ryan Donato uh, who'll probably be there for the first round anyway, and then I think he and Greenway from Boston University leave the next day for, for the uh, Olympics over in South Korea, so it'll be interesting, uh, I, I think BC, you know, of course well coached but you know they've been having a little trouble putting the puck in the net, uh, but um, you know, again, um, you know, it's anybody's tournament, but I, I'd have to say that you know, the way it's shaping up, it could be not these things here. And talking about uh, the guys that are going to go, Donato's going to go, Greenway's going to go to the Olympics, uh, it's going to be real interesting, you know, those guys both have good games in the first round of the, of the bean pot, and then, uh, you know, somebody's team is going to go on to the final, but they're not going to be there, and, uh, you know, they're going to be overseas, it's going to be really, I don't think that this is happening for quite a number of years, that, you know, usually uh, either it's been the NHL players for a while or even when the college players were the ones that were dominating or entirely making up the squad, they tended to join the team, you know, go leave, leave their college team before the year. And now guys leaving at this time of the year, it's something we haven't seen in a while. Well, I think a lot of it had to do with, uh, you know, the, the NHL deliberations and, you know, dealing with all the collective bargaining and the unions and all that, trying to figure out what they were going to do. And I think it had delayed it so long that I don't think USA Hockey had the opportunity to put together a national team for a whole year like we normally do to prepare for the Olympics where they play a 40, 50 game exhibition schedule leading up to it. So, um, you know, this is kind of an unusual year in that in that sense that, you know, you're going to lose uh, players for, you know, three or four games, you know, in the middle of the season where normally you would lose them for the whole, not so much lose them for the whole year, but it would be like a redshirt year, you know, where they take the whole year off and you know the next year they come back and play the whole bean pot tournament. But, um, you know, it is what it is. So, I mean, you know, uh, you know, it, it helps on recruiting and on the other end too, you know, where you can say that you had players play in the Olympics. So, it works out. Do you think those guys like Donato Greenway, are they going to come back to their, to their teams after the Olympics? Uh, if I was going to hedge my bet, um, uh, they may come back uh, to finish out the rest of the college season, but I don't think they'll be back playing college hockey next year. I think they'll be in the NHL. All right, quickly before we let you go, second period coming up here, what, what should we look for? 
Well, again, I, I, I think Merrimack's just got to tighten up and, and, and just get their focus back. I mean, they, you know, as they say, they had that one or two minute lapse where they, they just kind of stood around and watched BU, and, and, and they can't do that for BU. And I, I think BU's, you know, in control now with, you know, uh, up three to one, and I think they just have to keep the tempo going in their favor. And uh, so we'll see what happens. All right, should be good. Thanks for joining us, Jocko. We appreciate it. Uh, talk again soon. Thanks, Michael. All right, Jocko Connolly, our guest here in the first intermission. The score would be you three. Merrimack won back with more after this. This is Warrior Hawk.